We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everyone and welcome to sports grid fantasy football podcast you also might know this as the Gilcast. you also might be listening to this on the roto grinders daily fantasy football feed i'm davis maddock joined by nate noling joined by sammy reed week 17 best ball finals you know christian mccaffrey and cash people eating evan ingram chalk don't know when that's ever gone well for people um lot going on of course you know next week week 18 Peter Overzet joins the show for Cash Game Week. It's it's going to be beautiful. Um, you know how we doing? How we doing, fellas? I'm tilting, boys. I'm tilting. How are you? I mean, it was uh, should have been a tilting day. And Christian McCaffrey, the combination of Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson, just bailing Nate and I out like the fucking kings of cash games we are. We just held the line. We didn't swap. We didn't. We 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 stuck to our roots of of team jam them in McCaffrey in the flex instead of a wide receiver. You know, it's just sometimes you just got to play the running back over the wide receiver. Nate, I mean, just we just alpha these people today. We did. I mean, I was sitting there. I had the swap dialed up, edit lineup. I had it sitting there, just waiting to assign export to all. And I just said, nope. I'm holding. I'm holding. I I'm holding so with so I, I'm holding with reason, 49ers D. The reason why I did not swap was because of two guys who well here, let's let's do this. Let's go through the team. So Nate played Jared Goff, James Connor, Brian Robinson Jr., Amon Ross St. Brown, Drake London, Greg Dorch, Evan Ingram, fucking idiot, Christian McCaffrey, and the 49ers defense. I played Goff, Saquon Barkley, Brian Robinson, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Greg Dorch, Hunter Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and the 49ers defense. Sammy played the same team as me, but he played Cade Otten and the Falcons defense instead of Hunter Henry and the 49ers. Um, smooth, Sammy. Real smooth. I No, no, that's fine. The, the, I can Nate, fucking Evan Ingram, bro. Evan, <laughs> Evan Ingram, come on. 
Come on, explain. Davis, yourself. you spent the whole morning texting us like, oh, I'm so afraid of Evan Ingram giving me the blade. I don't know what I'm going to do if he gives me the blade. You were just I, I mean, I'd tilted. Be, I'd, be, I'd be very tilted, but it, at the end of the day, I thought the concession you had to make to get – I mean, I guess the guy I wanted was Saquon who sucked ass, so maybe I should, maybe I should dial it back a little bit. But well, Evan yeah. Ingram, bro. Well, no, it wasn't just Evan Ingram. It was honestly the James Conner – it was James Conner, Drake London, Evan Ingram versus Saquon, punt tight end, and Garrett Wilson. I was most scared of fading Garrett Wilson, I think. But you, I mean, and, um, you, and you should have been. And you, you should have been. been. The dude got eleven you, targets you, you and just, like didn't you produce. Just gilled it, Nate. Nate. Nate won today, but you gilled it, dude. What is what? This, this is this is classic Nemo Noling. That's what this he does. Is, he gills it and he gets he, there. It's let just me, here, dude, James Conner. Even... James Conner. James Conner legit. If he didn't get hurt in this game, James Conner easily has a hundred yards. Easily has a touchdown. James Conner was on on the way to smash Saquon and didn't. James Dude, Conner James, James Conner has Saquon. like a thirty percent chance of getting hurt in any single game. Did, did your algorithm tell I, you that? I, I, this I'm guy's not, so I'm dusty. Not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna abide by that because James Conner does have like the best role in in the NFL right now. So I I'm not I'm not shaming Nate for playing James Conner. What I will shame him for is this text message that we received at about 10 37 oh, the receipts uh, time. and i said yeah i think london over any of these running backs is bad and they'd said yeah because getting a 30 percent target share at 4.9k feels really bad london is a great play and then i said 30 percent of 118 yards is not good how many passing yards do do we did did desmond Ritter get to 100 passing yards today that's that's a good trivia for us i i bet he was pretty close to not I bet he 169. Did. I bet he Good for him. 169. Yeah. Drake London yeah. outgained by Michael Pruitt on the day. Okay, Drake London is legit since <laughs> since Cal Pitts a legit alpha. I mean, this dude is putting up whopper numbers that would make your brain explode. And he's 4.9. He's 4.9 yeah, but- with a legit target share. Not like a ceiling of 30 something percent, but like a floor to a mean projection of 33 to 35%. That at 4.9K, I'm not set, I'm not scared. Here's when I can thing. get that in. It's in not like vacuum, I'm punting with Nico vacuum, freaking Collins. In a vacuum, you are not wrong. Drake London, I thought, was a pretty good tournament play. I played him. We'll, we'll talk about tournament stuff a little bit later. But but playing him over Garrett Wilson, Nathaniel, was was just stupid, dude. It just was... No, no. <laughs> it Drake was London dumb. in a dome, week 17, in this in game. In a dome. That's what it was. It was the dome <laughs> that put it over the edge for Nate. He just said... I know Derek had, Hardy had, had with visions right of now. Greg Dortch and, and Drake London going back and forth and just winning him the week in the I dome. I had Greg Dortch. I had James Conner. I had Drake London. I mean, Nate, I you, this... you, could have been, you could have been so buried in the massive $50 double up. Garrett Wilson was 56% owned and Drake London was 12%. So I guess your lineup was Still probably... on edge in week 17. <laughs> My Garrett God. Got this is, I, I, can't, I can't deal with this today. I don't think I can do it. I may <laughs> have to sign either. off early. I mean, imagine, Sammy, imagine if you were doing this and you had Justin Jefferson, though, who just had one catch. Imagine if you were doing this show and Justin Jefferson had one reception. No, here's the no, thing. Not, the, not, the listeners, not, not doing it. Not playing Justin Jefferson in the robbed. frozen tundra of week 17 in green Bay when a perfectly good CMC in the dome is available for you. Like that's coming that's not off a thing. of coming off of last week where Davis swapped onto the nuts. The fact that he didn't swap this week onto Justin Jefferson until his face off is like, 
the oh, people were the, the people the were people were wrong. incredible show i would have been inconsolable but i actually i actually think i mean the reason why i didn't swap was because all these chalk plays that people got on were horrible miles sanders six points james connor wasn't horrible he, you know he beat um he beat saquon and brian robinson but he didn't smash the only guy who like really smashed was etn um you know people played like Ramondre. He did horrible. But the big reason why I didn't swap was Evan Ingram was 42% owned and he got three points. So I was like, I, I already beat that spot with less salary with Hunter Henry because Hunter Henry got. You had you know, Goff. And had, well, got, I mean, everyone had Goff was seven. Everybody had Goff. Owned. Yeah, everybody had Goff. But it was really, it was really that Evan Ingram. I was like, well, I'm just ahead points per dollar of all these teams because it was. Was there was there even a C? Well, I guess what Nate played was the CMC Ingram team, and I I, I was pretty confident Garrett Wilson was going to outscore Drake London. Um, maybe I don't. Maybe he didn't even in in the he end. Didn't. But he didn't. But the and the swap was like, and also I didn't think I would if I was behind at all. I didn't think I was behind enough to go from McCaffrey with the 49ers defense down to the Rams defense. Obviously, the 49ers defense. I mean, this is why you do the defense swaps because they were sixty percent owned and they got three points. Um, okay, let's do yeah, let's... The two two more than they deserved, as it turns out. Yeah, you know, overtime McCaffrey uh, McCaffrey not getting the touchdown in, in overtime is is a little bit. Is a little it, bit it, well, I mean, the whole series of events. So McCaffrey smashes all day, so it's very hard to be like, oh yeah, I'm tilting CMC. But like right right at the end of the game. They throw the screen to CMC and he comes within a pubic hair of breaking it off and he gets tackled and it's right before the two minute warning. So they bring in Jordan Mason and Mason is just going to be in there to run it once. And then it's going to be the two minute warning and McCaffrey's going to come back in. And instead he gets into the end zone, breaks off like a 20 yard or whatever, gets yep. in by like. I mean, three inches, four inches, maybe, something like that. Not, yeah, just like elbow on the line, but ball over. Yeah. Yeah. So McCaffrey doesn't get the touchdown. He got snaked for touchdowns all day from the one, from the two, all this stuff. Then we, then, then the Raiders go back and go down and score and there's a minute to go. And it's like, oh, it's McCaffrey time. He doesn't get a single touch. He drops a pass that he normally catches. Big tilt. We go to overtime where he does not touch the ball and instead, Jared Stidham, who's just like smacked his big dong around all day, throws this egregious interception, gets the gets the chalk 49ers defense two points, and then they're on the like three yard line. And my wife goes, my wife sees that I'm sweating CMC so hard. And she goes, why don't they just run the ball to CMC? But of course they don't. Right. And they, uh, they they just kneel it down and kick the field goal. And McCaffrey has all these chances to get all these extra points and doesn't get any. And the 49ers chalk defense, who got their asses kicked all day, all day by Jared Stidham, um, get their two extra points and and lose me a bunch of money. And uh, I don't I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I play DFS. But yeah, that's yeah, tough tough scene. I mean, I not like not like Nate nice teams uh, exploded past the cash line, but comfortably comfortably there, comfortably won a good number of head. I guess we didn't say the points. Nate one hundred eleven point seven. I got one hundred six point four. Whirling Dervish one hundred one point nine. Remember these screen names, uh. folks. We uh we cash game week. You want to be in uh with uh with Peter. So uh brian robinson i mean i don't think i have ever been so tilted at at a result brian robinson gets 26 touches (laughs) 
he gets three <laughs> car- he gets three carries from the two yard line, converts nut because he's awful. I the the Brian Robinson play is not a play about him being good. He he stinks, do, dude. Do we do we know if the bullet is still lodged in his leg or, or did they actually remove it? I think that's something we should have looked into before putting him into our cash game lineups. Well, I mean, honestly, the only this dude mild- this dude legit had twenty rushing attempts at half. I'm I like, know. Oh, a hundred yards plus a touchdown is a lock. And he had, dude... he had eighty. He had eighty-eight yards going into the fourth quarter. And my did not God, get a bonus. Um, my just like my primary thing was I'm not playing. So the blended optimal. This was the if you if you if you I think it, this is um established the run, the blitz and four for four. It was Goff, Ramondre, Miles Sanders, and then every lineup, every team had these three wide receivers: Wilson, St. Brown, Dorch. Yeah, if you did not play Wilson, St. Brown, and Dorch, you need to reevaluate, and that includes you, Nate Noling. This is pointed toward you. No, Drake London at 4 9. Even Cardi was in on this. Cardi was not playing Drake London. And Drake London was in the dome. Wilson was a bad play. I'm just saying, Drake London and James Conner was better. But where. What what did Drake London end up doing? I need to know. Like, he he didn't do anything, right? Seven points. No, he got like nine. Yeah whatever he had like four four for 40 sure whatever anyway us us sharps that played brian robinson and his massive massive role got got whoop stanked by the tyler algier fish and that tyler the tyler algier the tyler algier people getting us i mean it's like it's like whatever they were a hundred dollars apart uh i would have had to have played jelani woods in my lineup now obviously uh that 2v2 because algier did so well let's see what did algier end up getting for the falcons uh tyler algier 20 rushes. I mean, he literally, he literally just had Brian Robinson's game. He just scored. He had yeah, he just he just scored and did not get cucked by Carson Wentz on the one yard line. Yeah. So so I don't feel I don't feel bad about the Brian Robinson play in any way. Um the the thing I do feel bad about looking at this lineup, because so the the it's a three v three Ramondre or it's just a two v two. Um Ramondre, Miles Sanders versus Brian Robinson, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, give me the second side of that by like a country oh my god mile. if you like, if you played sanders and ramondre like shut it down just don't people, just cash out do not enter I mean, people played team. all sorts of permutations without christian mccaffrey because he was only like 20 percent owned another yeah, permutation i thought cmc was going to be 40 plus percent owned i was yeah. shocked. I, I was I think, shocked i think the primary permutation that people played was evan ingram and miles sanders james con just like any other seven thousand dollar ish running back they 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 effectively worked their whole lineup construction around getting Evan Ingram in. And look, good spot for the Jaguars. Evan Ingram's been really good. He projected really well. ETN projected really well. He got there for you, although he did get cucked twice on the goal line by Snoop yeah. Connor. Oh, they they just like took him out after the half. They were they were not. I don't think he played that, a snap in the second half. And, like and literally, so, James or I, yeah, Jacksonville did, was tough. I did want to talk about that. So like I. I because the the Jags are heading into this game, winning this game. They are they were live to win this game, lose next week, and still make the playoffs. And the things they needed to happen actually did end up happening today, including the Dolphins losing and the Jets losing. Both of those things were were good for them making the playoffs if they if they won today and lost next week. So I didn't I wasn't really thinking they were gonna bench the guys the reason i didn't play etn was because it just didn't work salary wise and the reason i didn't play evan ingram is because i'm this is the same this is the shit we were doing in like week four and five with tyler higby it's like 
I know who these dudes are. I've I've been f- watching football for a long time. Guys can have like little two week spike periods, and it doesn't. I've watched Evan Ingram play football for seven years. He didn't miraculously become not Evan Ingram in the last month of the season. He's still Evan Ingram. Well, and the other thing is, it's not just Evan Ingram. It's like a a, a moderate price tight end, right? These guys Any... just have huge fluctuation. They, they guys, just guys, guys. Come on, let's let's not be like it wasn't just a couple good efficiency games from Evan Ingram. I mean, he literally had insane volume. It was eight targets, ten targets, fifteen targets, and seven targets in four games in a row. This was not. So did Tyler Higby? No. Yes, Tyler Higby has never had fifteen games in his career. Fifteen targets heading into the game that we all faded. T.J. Hawkinson heading into the game we all faded him for last week was the same deal. George Kittle, massive whopper. I mean, I, Nate, I don't Nate think... I, I'm I'm shocked and appalled by by you pushing back on this. Shocked and appalled, you my just friend. Eat the L, dude. It was you. You paid forty four hundred dollars for Evan Ingram, and he sucked. Like, what did you expect? So you could get Drake London in there. <laughs> <laughs> my God, this is insane. How did you get there, Nate? I, I just because he played this... because because no one played McCaffrey. McCaffrey yeah, no was, one played was McCaffrey. the fourth most owned running back. Insanity. Insanity, but you know, I I just think the reality is like this archetype of tight end is just not one you can rely on. So, it, it, the just the general rule when I'm looking at my lineups, it's like I'm going to get the running actually, backs that I want. Sammy, I'm going to push back on that. There actually is an archetype of the $4,400 tight end you can pay, but it's the opposite of the Evan Ingram archetype. It's not the guy who's been three thousand dollars all year who's on a spike for a month. It's the Darren Waller, George Kittle, yada yada, guy who stunk for a month. Yeah, and is is a lot. Like I, I'm much more likely to play that dude than Fair. I am to play, you know, Greg Dulcich when he's 3,900, Evan Ingram when he's 4,400, Tyler Higby when he's priced up. Very, very fair, and I agree. But you know, the reality is, you're making your lineup, and it's just like, let me get the receivers I want, let me get the running backs I want, and this, you know, 4,400 tight end. This is not going to be the guy who buries me. It just doesn't happen. And well, it did. It literally happened last week. TJ Hawkinson buried. Why, why, why are you bringing up old shit, man? <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> it's happened the last four weeks in a row. Actually, if we're going to be honest, it was Evan Ingram three weeks and then Hawkinson. For but people week. weren't like, playing Ingram and cash the last yeah. few weeks. Yeah. Well, Hawkinson last week was like 40%. Ha- yeah. Uh, shit. I had another uh, Nate of all people. You've been telling us about the Patriots passing game for the last two weeks. How did you get off Hunter Henry with, with Jonu out here? Well, I mean, Hunter Henry, though, I mean, legit last week, the knee injury, he was questionable coming into today. I mean, I literally could have seen 10 snaps from him and not been surprised. No, they were not playing Matt Sokol in a must win game, bro. Dude, I'm not going to play a tight end who literally got like zero snaps last week after re-aggravating a knee injury and then was out all week in practice. Like, it was a game-time decision that they ruled him in. It wasn't like a slam-dunk play. Evan Ingram had zero injury question mark. It was just a question of whether or not Jaguars were going to go for it. So, it's... Yeah, I don't know. The floor that you were taking was a zero with Henry. Yeah, but they all have zero floors down there. Yeah. At least Jelani, you knew, was going to be running routes, whether or not he was going to get a Well, sort of. I mean, he splits routes. Who? Jelani, Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods. Yeah, I mean, but but Kylan Granson was out. And, yeah, Granson was out. There was nobody. Uh, uh, Ashton Doolin was out. So it, 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 the the spread got a little. I mean, I thought, I thought Woods, all three tight ends of Otten, Jelani, and it, Henry I thought they, were, I thought they were all fine. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, get, I, I, I kind of want to tilt Otten a little bit. Like Tom Brady drops back to, to pass 45 times. Otten gets six targets, including like a couple of end zone targets. And he just doesn't just doesn't get there. It's like, come on, come on, Otten. Come on, rookie. Let's go. I, I was I was big into Otten once. Uh, once. What's his face? Um, their other tight end who sucks. Great. Yeah. Once he once he got ruled out, like it was just like because Brady just dude, he always drops back to bass 40, 40 plus times, like always, you know, and he and he throws the ball short, except for today when he decided to remember that Mike Evans existed. And 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 now Mike Evans is going to like have this like good looking stat line next year and best ball third round pick Mike Evans like clockwork. Well, it won't be won't be me uh definitely definitely i'm trying to find we've been doing these shows on monday morning so i've had like snap counts and stuff up but i don't i don't have patriots snap counts up here on uh on sunday night so Ah, tough uh, but but henry did do well henry was five for 52 i think i'm sure he played a lot yeah i I mean i literally i I bet if we looked he probably played every single offensive snap which was the thesis behind the play uh 49ers defense i mean they, yeah, like I, Stidham ended up balling, but I don't know. Sometimes it is what it is. Right. Just just like everything, you know, I I, I played Otten. To play Otten, who I liked better, I decided, yeah, I'm not going to play the 49ers defense. And I almost played the Patriots defense. That's the tilting thing. I was like, on the Patriots, I looked at projections. I had the money. I'm like, well, I'll do, I'll do Atlanta. And the Patriots, of course, scored a touchdown because that's what they do. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tough, tough scene, tough scene for me. I basically broke even, whereas if I had just done like one thing differently or CMC had a couple more points at the end or whatever, like it would have been a smash. I freaking hate it. Isn't fantasy yeah. football stupid, dude? It's I don't. Yeah, it's I was telling my wife. So like I didn't watch half of the games. We went to like this our friend's birthday party and we're going and she's like, how's fantasy going? You know, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I do this on like I don't. All it does is cause me heartbreak and heartache. It, when I win, it feels so much worse than how bad it feels when I lose. Um, God, I, 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 we're just sick pups. It's an addiction. It's really bad. I mean, we're yeah, sick. But, um, and I feel it every but, time when we get to week 17, it's like, what are we doing with our lives? But <laughs> but imagine quitting before the miracle happens. Like imagine giving up before the big bank. Oh, I, buddy, I will never log off. I will never log off. Yeah. No. I mean, we do we do we got anything else on on these cash teams? I mean, Nate, do you want to talk about about why you didn't play Barkley? 
No, I mean, I thought Barkley was was great. It was just that James Conner, like the workload that James Conner's getting is literally like unassailable. The only thing that could have hurt him was an injury and it happened. Um, so I, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot there. It was just construction, but I don't think Barkley was bad. I, the only thing I thought was thin was there were some people playing like the Algier thing he, with Cordero Patterson still getting the workload that he does. Like, I don't know how Algier was that owned at that price. Like, I mean, cause I don't know. I think the been, Robinson thing. Cause, cause he's that good. Cause he's that. I think the Robinson thing is significant. I think yeah. Robinson was a significantly better play. Obviously it didn't work out that way, but. Yeah. Well, uh, Davis talk about kind of your decision to talk to and my decision too to play Saquon over James Conner. Cause Conner was what, like 800 less. And so, we know we do know Connor's in the dome. We do know he's got a great workload. Um, you know, it's I mean, results wise, obviously Barkley didn't do great. He was outrushed by Daniel Jones. He was outrushed by Matt Breida, and he got two catches for minus five yards. It was a very tough scene. The team scored 38 points. He didn't score any of them. Um, so obviously bad run out for Saquon, but like what was what was going through your mind in terms of like you know, I'll, I'll, I won't take the $800 savings and apply them elsewhere. So it was like a couple things. The first being more specific to Connor, which was uh, David Blau, who has not been with the team all year, was starting for them at quarterback. Because I, I, and it was unclear to me why. Like Colt McCoy still has concussion symptoms, but I don't know if McSorley is banged up. I mean, I didn't look enough into it, but I, I think McSorley just played too good. And they're like, nah, maybe, nah, maybe. this, yeah. yeah. We we got to get a good draft pick, um, and 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 Blau is like to me even worse than McSorley, um, because like McSorley at least like I don't know can like run around, I, and maybe that's wrong. Like maybe David Blau is better, and then you know just like James Connor's like a twenty nine year old running back who's not going to be on their team next year. Like what's the point of playing him? You know, Keontae Ingram can can be in there or whatever. And then the other thing was just like, this is a must win game for the Giants. Like they're not, if this is close or competitive at all, like Bark, like Barkley's just going to be in there. What ended up happening was Daniel Jones scored all their rushing touchdowns. And so Barkley got totally cucked. And I, and honestly, maybe a, a flaw in just thinking that a Nick Foles led Colts team was going to be competitive at all because Foles is, I mean, I've watched a lot of bad football uh, this year and Foles is maybe the worst, but basically I just thought Connor was like, a tier one play, but price similarly enough to Connor that it was worth uh, getting. And, and he also got a shit ton of receiving work last week, which I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have bought, but it's, it's also, it's fucking Saquon Barkley versus James Connor. I know. I know. Saquon Saquon breaks off the 60 yard. You're like, why did I play James Connor? I mean, for me really, like I I actually agree with Nate's thesis that Connor's workload is obscene. I wasn't really that worried about Connor was not a bad play. Yeah, I wasn't worried about anybody cucking him. For me, it was more the systemic risk. Like you said, David Blau starting. Dorch was essentially a lock. And Dorch, I mean, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know, but it feels like he ran insanely bad. He got 10 targets and ended up with 15 receiving yards. I mean, Jesus Christ, bro. Like, lock it up. This guy was all world last week. All world. I mean, caught 10 of 11 targets, like, got three rushing attempts. It was just like... Oh yeah, Greg Dorch, like he's the man. So he was a stone lock and I just didn't want to have two players from that offense being led by David Blau. I was I was kind of like, you know what? Like I I I don't want to play Connor here. That was kind of my thought process. Yeah, well, I mean Nate, like I don't know. What what's 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 Saquon's 
I mean, I, I'm like, uh, I'm like not the biggest Saquon dude, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Saquon guy. I, I mean, obviously Saquon's talent is far superior to James Conner. The issue with Saquon is Daniel Jones legit is like a factor in this offense now. Daniel Jones runs a, a significant portion more than I think what people are realizing. And when you actually start to break down volume and you realize you can't really give Saquon more than like a 55 to 60% of the rushing share compared to compared to Connor, who's going to get 80% plus of the rushing share add to that, that Daniel Jones is a factor around the goal line where in Arizona, if, 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 if Connor gets anywhere near the goal line, he's yeah, getting the workload. Like, yeah. so I like, again, Saquon wasn't a bad play. I just thought for $800 cheaper, like James mm-hmm. Connor in the spot, I thought was a great play. So I'm not going to like hate on Saquon. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, Saquon was just like, damn it, like must win game. And and I kind of disagree, Davis, with the with the idea that that Indianapolis needed to stay competitive. It's like, no, dude, like the New York Giants need to win this game. They are going to go all out. And they and they did. They sure, they, sure, they sure. crushed. And it was just through points, Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, it's just tough scene, tough scene all around. Yeah, no, I mean, I that like that's true. But I it's also like it wasn't. um like for the very similar thing to the Jaguars, like uh, it was a game that they did need to win. Like a loss in this game would have been bad for them. Like not to the same degree where it's like win and you're in like it was for the Giants, but, it, but, but similarly. And, and by the end, you know, Matt Burita was, was in there in the fourth quarter. Tough. Very, very tough. We very hate tough. it. Um, all right. So I want to start our GPP segment with, with this note duplicated, Millionaire maker winner, 148,000 entries, and and the winning team was duped by two separate users. Tom no Brady, way. Tom Brady double stack with Godwin and Evans, DJ Moore bring back, McCaffrey and ETN, Hunter Henry, Darren Waller in the flex, the New Orleans Saints defense, four uh, percent owned. I mean, honestly, like okay. uh, some pretty chalky plays. Got people, you know, uh, some some people played these dudes in cash, but literally duped, dude, like nuts that is crazy and i wonder i wonder if either of these users noticed probably not because they would have been yeah i don't know that that's that's some they, well maybe maybe they did and they and they're sitting there playing chicken you know they're like well i'll make him swap you know right yeah yeah no i you're 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 uh you're probably right so i i uh obviously did not play any uh tom brady double stack so no sweats for me um I'm actually I'm gonna pick the the dumber of the of the teams that I did today in high stakes single entry just so as an example of like really this is the type of shit you should not be doing and I knew I shouldn't be doing this before I clicked like literally this is so fucking stupid this team that I did um so I I, I did a, a, a I, can, I can't wait for Nate to one up you by the way no I was no, gonna say is, I'm definitely gonna one up you here this is <laughs> this is just so bad because here's the thing. And and this has just been proven like every single slate this year. You you do need to not just play like the cash lineup, but like you you can totally be playing Christian McCaffrey, 30%. You know, you could play Garrett Wilson, you could play Greg Dorch or whatever in, in these slates if you're getting weird elsewhere. And I I just I fucking this team sucks. Um all right, so I did a Teddy Bridgewater double stack because Sammy, <laughs> you'll you'll appreciate this. I saw a tweet pregame that uh two of the guys playing def- two of the five defensive backs 
starting for the Patriots today, had never played defensive back in the NFL before. This is this is why I swapped off of the Patriots defensive catch. Oh my god! I just stay off Twitter and and we win money. <laughs> if no, you guys no, just deleted I, your Twitters, you guys would be I more did, profitable. I did. I did actually see a pretty helpful thing today though about Miles Sanders having a knee brace on and and the the beat saying the plan was to like not like go all in on Miles Sanders. It had today. nothing to do with his knee brace. It was that they literally had like three offensive plays with two minutes left in the first quarter. I mean he only ran the it had nothing to do with them working away from him. Yeah. I mean whatever. You're right. Anyway, it's a Teddy Bridgewater double obviously with Tyreek and Waddle. I use Hunter Henry's my bring back uh all snowflakes there uh teddy bridgewater even got injured and left this game uh, tyreek scored a rushing touchdown that did not count as a reception from teddy uh, i played aj Dillon, which actually i think was that was actually the only good thing i did in this lineup was aj Dillon. uh basically just saying like the vikings stink the packers are way better than them and they don't like to give aaron jones the ball at the goal line like Kenneth Walker in this lineup. I mean, I felt pretty good about that too. 2% owned. He was leverage on that Jets game. Uh, I love that. 15% owned Drake London. Not great. But again, in the context of this lineup, whatever. Isaiah Pacheco. I thought it's it's so crazy. Pacheco has been every week. This dude's been like 30%. And this week, really the same thing. Huge favorite against a shitty team. 3% owned. And then this lineup had the 49ers defense. And, and McKinnon uh, still gets there. And McKinnon still gets there. Yeah. Uh, which I think, by the way, like I didn't think they would be disowned because I thought the Falcons would pull some of the ownership away. But I actually think this is the type of lineup where you can play these high owned defenses. But the point is, this lineup is absolutely fucking terrible. There are way too many low owned plays in here. This is so stupid, and someone should have stopped me before lock from playing a team this bad. It's it's a little I mean, it's a little gal I mean, for sure. I'm, but, I'm probably but... giving up forty points off of the projected optimal on this team. Yeah, it's it, that's probably too many, but you know, the idea that you should be more contrarian in single entry, I think holds water. You know what I mean? So, I'm okay with going well, some Well, well, when when the field size is a bit smaller and you're not just trying to play the lottery of like getting all positions correct, right. and you're trying to find the right correlation, sure. Um, but this is just this is just giving up too much projected points. This this team sucks and um, you know, we we need we need to get better uh sammy you gotta go next because we gotta leave nate for last obviously oh yeah oh yeah all right so uh this was in the this was in the big spy and i played i love i love when they run that contest the big spy me me too it's it's the best i played naked justin fields felt really good about that naked justin fields especially when he hit the bonus how owned was Komet? how owned was Komet? uh i don't know i hear i will he was like he was in the teens yeah, and 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 I actually have another team with Fields where I did stack him with Komet okay. uh, in the in the in the red zone, um, but I just went in the spy. I just went naked, naked Justin Fields, um, and God, he had the bonus for four minutes to go in like the first quarter, and then just like pooped out, which sucked. Well, he got um, smoked and- on that run where he got the bonus, dude. He got smoked. Yeah, he, he looked bad after that. Yeah, um, I brought it back with DJ Shark. He was actually like close to 20% owned. So that wasn't that great of a play, but I was trying to leverage off Amon Ra. Um, I played Miles Sanders in this lineup. He was only 5.7% snowflake. I played Brian Robinson, who is mega chalky, 42% snowflake. Uh, and then I played a mini correlation with Tyreek Hill 
and uh, our boy Hunter Henry, Snowflake for Tyreek Hill. I played Greg Dortch, uh, and I played Austin Eckler at 3.5%. How about that? Massive, massive smash, and the commander's defense uh, at home against Cleveland, which I thought was actually a really good tournament play. They were they were 2% at home against, uh, you know. That's solid. Sexual abuser Deshaun Watson who sucks, and instead they got smoked, yeah, and that was Carson, a mini correlation. Carson Wentz really is ass, by the way. He's so he's so bad, like, bro. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson should be in jail for sure, but like, Carson but Wentz but, but Carson Wentz jail. should also be in jail for what yeah. he does on the football field, right? Yes. Uh, Deshaun Watson, his transgressions are mostly off. Um, but I, I like I I like the way that I set this lineup up. Um, I thought it made sense. I liked getting Eckler. So this is kind of what you're talking about. Davis, um, you know, Fields, Fields, Robinson, Dorch, and Chark were all fairly chalky. Big chalk, yeah. They were they were big chalk, but then it was Sanders 5.7%, Tyreek 8.7%, Henry 3.8%, Eckler 3.5%, Commanders 1.9%. And I and I thought they were all like reasonably good plays. So this lineup did not cash too many snowflakes, but yeah, I'm I I'm happy with the process and uh, I'll be awaiting the Sklansky bucks getting deposited in my account very soon. All right, Nate, this is what the people come here for. Yeah. Well, um, went with a uh, fields double stack. Uh, so I'd stack fields with Montgomery and Komet. <laughs> come on, Nate. <laughs> I I mean, I, I thought I mean, he Detroit... was, he was playing the, the Geno Smith versus Jared Goff, you know, week five thesis here. My God. Yeah. I mean, okay. The I thought this game was the game to have exposure to, and I wanted to do it in a way that wasn't just Goff and up and St. Brown. Like, so I, I thought Fields, Montgomery, and Komet would be a way to pivot off off of that, but still get exposure to that game. Brought it back with Swift, uh, which I felt great about. Um strong. Yeah, when Justin Jackson strong. got ruled out, I I thought yeah. that Swift was a was a quite a good play. So, I, I mean, that was my main thing. I, I wanted exposure to Detroit, Chicago, not through. I mean, I excluded Garrett Wilson and St. Brown and Goff in every uh, tournament build that I did. Yeah, look, I, I, I get the thesis behind it. I just don't think I, I just don't think Justin Fields double stacks ever get there. I mean, he played the whole game, was down the whole game, and he threw the ball 21 times and completed seven passes. It's just like. Well, when when do two of his pass reason, catchers ever get there? The, the, I mean, the it, but I it wasn't two of his pass catchers. It was one of his yeah, pass it was, catchers. It was, it was Montgomery. Montgomery. So yeah. like, and the thing about Komet is that he's cheap enough that all I need to do is beat. Like all I needed was the touchdown. Komet, you could have gotten there. I mean, I didn't realize he was going to be fifteen percent owned, but um, at tight end, I don't really feel like I'm I'm giving up a whole lot of projection. It's not like I'm stacking with. Uh, Dante Pettis and giving up a wide receiver spot. tight end is the place where you can just give up like eight points of projection. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. yeah I yeah. chose, fair, I chose fair. to uh, give up all my upside at wide receiver in this lineup uh, because I played a, I'm like looking at this team. I, I cannot believe I hit submit. <laughs> Let it out, Nate. Let it out. <laughs> Let's hear it. So I excluded St. Brown. And Garrett Wilson, because I said, I'm not playing 30% owned wide receivers in tournaments, regardless of their upside. So I did get Greg Dortch at 30%, no upside. I, I, I am ashamed. I am ashamed. No, I no. I don't actually. I don't actually. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm ashamed I'm, that I got 30% owned Greg. Greg I, I was hoping for something better, Nate. 
I was okay, hoping, well, I, it does get better. Obviously, okay. Drake London, fifteen percent owned. Uh, don't, I feel fine about that. Like, please this say next it's like one. Kendrick Bourne or something. Even yeah, better. Patriots Even better. passing game. Even better, Brandon Cooks. <laughs> oh, gee. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Nate, Brandon Cooks in single digit ownership. Nate, literally Wednesday on the Swolecast, I literally said, "Guys, don't be the fucking losers who look at their spreadsheets and plug Brandon Cooks back in this week." Like, don't <laughs> well, I be. Did. Don't. <laughs> I did. Un- uh, so I played. So I played uh, Brandon Cooks, Drake London, and uh, and Greg Dorsch, so that I could get up to CMC. The, the dustiest wide receiver flex. room in in modern American history. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh, and then I got uh, CMC. So my team did get there, min cash, but it was uh, an abomination of a wide receiver. Dort- and then Dort- I had Chargers D. I think I think Dorch was like, I I rarely play the chalky min priced wide receiver in in gpps because exactly what you're saying nate they just possess so little upside but garners so much ownership but i actually thought that dorch was good for this this week i i was big in a dorch i'm so tilted that he didn't that he didn't get there like 10 freaking targets and 15 receiving yards like come on bro come on it's i, I thought it was a good play i mean i think i mean he yeah, is like he min, the, at the price i just I don't if Greg, like if Greg Dorch gets if Greg Dorch gets twelve and multiple, you know, if if CMC did what he did and then, you know, I I don't know, like Mahomes gets thirty two and Kelsey gets twenty one or whatever, you would have like needed Dorch to win, and it wouldn't have mattered how old he was. Mahomes, by the way, this this Chiefs season, unbelievable. He he leads the NFL in passing yards, leads the NFL in passing touchdowns. Chiefs are the number one team in points, number one team in yards per play, and they have three guys who are playable in fantasy, and it's Mahomes, McKinnon, and Kelsey. And Kelsey. And it's only Kelsey sometimes. Yeah. To lead the the NFL in receiving and to not have a playable wide receiver in a given DFS slate is, like, unbelievable. Do you you know how many different Chiefs caught a pass today? Oh, that's a good game. I'm going to guess... 11 circle takes a square it's 11 tony mckinnon kelsey sky moore valdez scantling watson juju pacheco blake bell noah gray and patrick mahomes himself got a six yard pass right yeah that's That's right right. oh amazing yeah 11 team 11 thing here's the thing they're 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 not gonna win the super bowl because they they're like setting world records for fucking around in these games. I mean, you just watch them and it literally, it feels like you're watching a bunch of teenage boys playing grab ass. They get to the, they get to like the 11 yard line and Mahomes is just like doing the hand motions and yelling at it. Like he, I feel like he just threw an interception today because he got bored. He was like, he was like, I'm just going to throw this interception to Justin Simmons out of, out of boredom. I, I don't know what it's it's as it's as somebody who owns Harrison Butker in a championship final. This was a very displeasing outcome to me um, and, and also was playing against Jarek McKinnon. So they do all this bullshit and then none of it works. And then they just like dump it off to McKinnon and nobody and covers him. Jets and, his, and he just jets his way in. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, Nate, do you have a uh, do you have a worst beat on prize picks today? I mean, the the Miles Sanders. I had so much Miles Sanders exposure. He wrecked me today. It was a pretty high line, bro. It was 77 and a half. Well, I mean, I didn't plan on him having three touches by the end of the first quarter. 
here, do you think do you think the people who think that Gardner Minshew is as good as Jalen Hurts against the spread? Uh, do you think maybe I thought they were going to run the ball a thousand times? I literally thought Miles. Well, they they would they would have I think, but they just didn't even have the opportunity to do so. Yeah, they just never had the ball essentially in the first half, and then even when they did finally get it, like that huge touchdown, AJ Brown, where he just beasted over everybody, it was just like, okay, well, that's like the pick six thing where no time goes off the clock and the other team has the ball again. Taysom, Taysom just showed them who's boss today, really. Yeah, yeah Miles, he, Miles Sanders, and and Tyreek depleted my prize picks balance. I, I also, I also had a lot of Tyreek, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let out the. Uh, the the worst prize picks play I've ever made. Uh, the over under for this gentleman was thirteen DraftKings points. The quarterback, the cuck himself. No, 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 no. He's a quarterback, Carson Wentz. I took Carson Wentz fantasy points overs. And should, uh, I mean, you should retire. Is that a is that a cry for help, dude? Like what? <laughs> what did I just hear? <laughs> He was he was projected for like fifteen and change, and I was like, Ooh. I, I mean, I guess I guess that's the difference between you know being a a real hardo who just bets when the number's good versus someone who bets with their heart. Because I could see Carson Wentz projected for like twenty nine, uh, you know, against a flag football team, and I'd be like, I'm not no, he'll fuck yeah. it up somehow. He's Carson yeah. Wentz. Yeah, I do I douche that one. Bad job, Sammy. I went with the spreadsheets. I didn't. It, it I just kind of treated it like it's a science. Sometimes it's not, my friend. Sometimes it's a little bit more of an art, and I got reminded of that today. Sometimes it is a little bit more of an art. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us here at the program today. We are going to be back in week 18 with none other than Mr. Peter Overzet for cash game week. So send your invites to Davis Maddock on DraftKings, Whirling Dervish on DraftKings, Nate N on DraftKings, and (laughs) Revert Z Top on DraftKings, which, as Peter will remind you, is just his name backwards. I don't know. I, it's hard to tell whose name is worse, Sammy's or, or Peter's, or Nate's, just be, due to the fact that it's not distinguishable and you can't find him inside the <laughs> Yeah, I never get invites, and it's the worst. <laughs> I I, I actually least... now have a group of people who have a recurring game with me, so just every Wednesday when the system updates, their game just sends to me automatically. Yeah, at, so le- at least, least my brand is strong. Games. Every time they mention the, the, the term whirling dervish on an NFL broadcast, which has now happened multiple times a season, my DMs blow up, so the people know. What What is a whirling dervish? What is that from? Well, it's... It, it's it, the the meaning of it is is you can google it it's like some like crazy like arabic dance or something uh these dancers but it's from magic the gathering it was a it was a magic the gathering card the whirling dervish yeah okay good god well, what did we just do to this podcast nerd alert well you know hey man no i got no issues that, that's where issues. poker players come from nate they come from from mtg he's not that's how it happens wrong. yeah all right, boys, uh, week 18, cash game week. Be there, be square, uh, and uh, we'll see you then.